From the Chattahoochee Tech Studios, this is your Paulding County News Podcast. Bringing our stories to life with news, events, and what we're talking about in Paulding County. Like, follow, and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you. About you. From you. Call us now to get in on the conversation at 404-997-8655. That's 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. And here's what you're talking about. I'm Brian Giffen. The Paulding County Sheriff's Office is searching for a 17-year-old girl named Haley Lewis who went missing after leaving school on Tuesday. Haley voluntarily left South Paulding High School around 12.26 p.m. in her black Ford Explorer with license plate AVA 0754. Her vehicle was last spotted in Atlanta at 2.38 p.m. the same day. Haley's family is deeply worried about her and is uncertain why she would have gone to Atlanta. Authorities urge anyone with information to contact 911 or use the Paulding Sheriff mobile app to provide tips. This from WSB-TV. Some Paulding County students are part of an organization called the Atlanta Drum Academy. They went on this season of America's Got Talent. During their initial audition, they had an amazing performance and got a gold buzzer from Terry Crews. On Wednesday, they put on an amazing show for the judges, and everyone was able to tune in to watch but was unable to make it into the final top ten. All the judges praised their performance and told them to be ready when a big name calls them up soon because they are worth showing off in a huge show. We are proud of all the kids who participated in the performances and got this far. This from a lot of different news sources, and I wrote a synopsis of what I have read and watched. Former U.S. President Donald J. Trump has pleaded not guilty and waived formal arraignment in Georgia's election interference case. He is charged with multiple counts, including violation of the Racketeer Influenced and Corrupt Organizations Act, solicitation of violation of oath by public officer, conspiracy, forgery, false statements, and filing false documents. The charges relate to his alleged attempts to interfere with the 2020 presidential election. Trump surrendered to the Fulton County Jail on August 24th and was released on a and was released on a $200,000 bond. Co-defendants include figures like Rudy Giuliani and Mark Meadows. The case involves accusations of impersonating officers, fake electors, and attempted manipulation of voting machines. This from The Patch. This weather brought to you by Angie Chavez Realty. So this week we're going to see fall coming over the horizon here in a couple of weeks because temperatures are dropping. That's right. Temperatures are dropping. The highs are in the high 80s and the low 90s. And the lows, they're going to be in the mid 60s. You'll see some sunny days, but you'll not be sweating the moment you step outside. So enjoy your weekend, Paulding County. That is your weather. 98.7 98.7 Chat Tech, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. So for each of our programs at Chattahoochee Tech, we have an industry advisory committee. Those are people in each given industry that will employ our graduates when they get finished with our program. We have students that are placed at manufacturing companies such as, uh, let's say, Glock, for example, the gun manufacturer, because they have machinery that's running 24-7 to create the guns. So all the way from that to healthcare, where uh, like hospitals, for example, they're running 24-7 and they have machinery that needs to be running 24-7 as well. My program is specifically for students who want to be in healthcare, but maybe don't want patient contact. Maybe they want to be in healthcare in a healthcare field that's recession-proof and they're helping people, but maybe they don't want blood, body fluids, any of those elements in their lives. So they may choose 
healthcare management to be on the opposite side of the patient care. Visit ChattahoocheeTech.edu, where 98.7% of our students earn a career. Angie Chavez is an experienced real estate agent serving Paulding, Cobb, and other counties in Georgia for 24 years. She is dedicated to serving her clients and has extensive knowledge of the West Georgia real estate market. Angie has won numerous awards for her sales production and is a million-dollar member of the National Board of Realtors. She specializes in new home construction and is an accredited buyer agent. Angie is also passionate about giving back and supporting military, veterans, teachers, and public servants. Whether buying or selling, Angie Chavez with Atlanta Communities is the right choice. Call her today at 404-401-0739 or visit her website at angiechavez.atlcommunities.com. Hey, unlike others, Angie will call you back if you don't reach her the first time. That's 404-401-0739. We're back with more of your Paulding County News Podcast. Twice weekly, we dip our toes into the waters of the weird. You guys have heard that enough now, but that's what we're doing again. It's time for weird news. Reagan, do you have a weird news sounder? No, apparently not. Weird. (laughs) Reagan Schomberger is here. Yeah, that was her, not me. All right, so this one was a little bit weird, but I've seen this kind of stupidity before. Atlanta Braves player Ronald Acuna Jr. was approached by two fans on the field at Coors Field during a game. The fans were attempting to take a selfie with Acuna, and in the process, he was knocked down by the confusion. Security intervened and removed and, you know, jailed the fans. Identified as Carlos Pies and Jefferson Gonzalez Merida, who were charged with trespassing and disturbing the peace. A juvenile who entered the field was only cited for trespassing. Acuna was not injured and continued playing, achieving four hits and five RBI in the game. The Braves won the game 14-4, and Acuna is close to making MLB history, and just did, in fact, as the first 30-homer, 60-steal player. This from Fox 5. Best ever, and you guys wouldn't remember it, Mike Curtis, who was a linebacker for the Colts, years ago, some moron ran on the field, and Mike Curtis lowered the boom on this fool. He left a mark on him that, well, Comet wouldn't wash off. What about Rick Monday, Giff? Yeah, Rick Monday, of course, uh, saved the flag from being burned at Wrigley Field when he was a Dodgers outfit. Got to know Rick Monday when he was a Dodgers broadcaster later on. We sadly lost him a couple of years ago. All right, so last week we talked about porch pirates, and I'm sensing a theme here because they're back, although this is more of a conventional one. Porch pirate snatches package right out of delivery woman's hands. A video captured a shocking incident in Chesterfield, Virginia, where a thief snatched a package from the hands of a FedEx delivery woman while she was delivering a package to a resident's home. The suspect walked alongside the delivery woman and suddenly grabbed the package, fleeing the scene in a BMW. The victim, Jessica Sines, discovered the theft through her ring doorbell camera footage. The police are investigating the incident and suspect that the BMW was also involved in a previous package theft. Sines believes the thief targeted the package, which contained a $1,600 iPad due to its high value. This from the Georgia News Network. I don't know about you, but some of the funniest things I've ever seen is when somebody takes, you know, a box and fills it up with, you know, dog poop or something objectionable like that and puts an incendiary device in it. So when these fools come to steal it, it blows up and covers them in, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, it needs to be known that you can't just get away with stealing Elder's packages, especially 
around holidays or birthdays. I mean, Christmas right. coming up. You got to be careful for those porch pirates. Right. Hey, no sympathy here. You get what you get. In the age we're in, with all the delivery and all the electronic ordering and all these things, this problem's only going to get worse. I mean, eventually people are going to have to put lock boxes outside have, their houses. Have either one of you guys had a package stolen from your house? I no. have. My <clears> parents <throat> finally got tired of it and have a. Uh, app on their phone where they can open the garage and they can put it in there and they wow. close the garage after they leave. Oh, okay. By the way, the other voice you're hearing is that of Keith Ippolito, and Keith is in here with us today, as he was the other day. All right, so we move on. Here are some things you're talking about. Call us with your thoughts or your story if you have one that we might want to hear or talk about at 404-997-8655. This from the What's Happening in Paulding County Facebook page. Angela Nicole posted... This is a weird one, but I'm hoping some of you lovely people have been around these parts for many years. I'm looking for decades, actually. Okay, so when she was about seven, eight years old, and she lives in Hiram behind a grocery store, and she thinks it's Kroger and close to Sparkles. I get the idea. The name of the street was Corley Circle. I hope that's how you spell it. Anyways, around the time of the 93 blizzard, there was a murder or few that happened a few doors down from me. As a matter of fact, the man who killed his family knocked on our door late at night to borrow an axe. Wow. We didn't have one, so he borrowed one from people on the other side. So he then goes home and kills his wife and either his parents or his. Wow, this is terrible. I can't remember. That's the thing, though. In all these years, I've tried to find information on this story and can't, no matter how I look it up. So the rumor was he was caught when he was digging the graves in the backyard. Terrible stuff, man. The house sat vacant for years after, yeah, you think? I remember neighbor kids would dare you to go look in the windows, and in the beginning you could see bloody drag marks down the hall carpet. It was so freaking scary as a kid. As a kid, it's scary now. <laughs> I mean, you see all these true crime podcasts, it's got to be right. scary. And she says she finishes this with, as an adult, I want to know all the stuff my parents wouldn't tell me about it, and now it's been so long my mom only remembers the basics. Does this story sound at all familiar around the time of the blizzard? Thanks, guys. And then others commented on it. Rhonda Pentecost Klein says, This happened right across from the cul-de-sac from my house. He killed them the night before, and his wife called the police. They came out and didn't see anything out of the ordinary and left. The next day, when he was digging the holes to bury them, she called the police again, and I believe he had drug one of the bodies out on the deck. It was horrible. My children were six and two and at our house with their teenage babysitter when all this was going on. Man, it's brutal stuff. And then Marilyn Sawyer says, At the courthouse up on the third floor, Go through the doors, turn left all the way down the hall to the probate records, walk in the door, and on the left is records. You can go in there and all the newspapers from the 50s are in books. You can go through there. There's death records, church records, wills, gun permits, etc. You can take photos of everything. Well, it's useful information anyway. And then this one is from the Band from What's Happening in Paulding County Facebook page. Jamie Rickard posted, wanted to share what other schools are offering. Paulding needs to step it up. And it shows what Cobb County schools do for lunch. It was a chicken leg, a whole grain roll, green beans, roasted butternut squash, plums, and milk. Others posted, as a mom with a kid possibly starting in the next week or so, is the food really this bad? We are new to the area, and he was still potty training when school started. He would be going to pre-K and is very picky. Well, that's not uncommon. People weighed in. King Harrison, legit question. What can we do as parents to help improve? Are our only options complain or vote different people in? Stacy Kennedy Wholesomeback says, My granddaughter is in the fourth grade and packs her lunch every day. They serve the same meals every week. That sounds familiar. Don Barnes weighs in with, My daughter packs my grandson's lunch. When my kids were growing up, they would look at the menu and decide if they want a packed lunch or not each day. That's good. Be prepared. 
But that is pretty much it from the what people are talking about on social. Reagan, you got any weigh in on this? I mean, the school lunches just need to get better. I always packed my lunches from either the night before's dinners that we we had leftovers for or make my own sandwich. is always a lot better than what the schools were serving. Yeah, yeah I brought my lunch every day during school. I mean, the, the school lunches, half the time it wasn't even edible. Dreamy. I did like that school pizza that they made back in the days when, you know, of course, it's the dark ages back when, <laughs> back when you know, we would walk uphill barefooted in the snow both directions to go to school. But that's another story for another time. What's happening in Paulding County? We've got you covered. All right, Reagan, we've got events. Tell us more. We do have a couple events coming up this week. So on September 6th from 11 to 12, there's a Computers Essential class. It's mainly focused towards seniors and stuff like that, people who don't really grow, who didn't grow up around computers. But it's available for anyone, and it's going to be at the local library. And then September 9th through 10th is the Paulding Meadows Arts and Crafts Festivals. They will have delicious food in the food court um, provided by local nonprofit organizations. And there's just a whole bunch of entertainment for the kids and families. There's a free children's park where you can drop the kids off while you shop. The festival times are Saturday from 9 to 6 and Sunday 9 to 5. All right, and then it says here the entrance fee is $3, kids 12 and under are free. No pets are allowed during the festivals. Well, that's what you're talking about. That's a recap of some of the things we found on social. And we appreciate Reagan, as always. Appreciate you. And Keith. See you, Giff. When it comes to solving complex engineering challenges, there's only one name you need to know, Engineered Solutions of Georgia. Our team of experts has years of experience and uses the latest technology to provide innovative solutions for all your home needs. From foundation repair to waterproofing and drainage solutions, we've got you covered. We work with both residential and commercial clients, and we're committed to providing excellent customer service every step of the way. And with our state-of-the-art equipment and top-quality materials, you can be confident that your project will be completed to the highest standards. So why settle for less when you can have the best? Call Engineered Solutions of Georgia today to schedule your free consultation and see how we can help you tackle any engineering challenge. Engineered Solutions of Georgia We guarantee a stable dry foundation Residential and commercial Hey, we do it all Dial 678 Summer scorching heat is here, but fear not. Don't let your house turn into a blast furnace. Call the trusted experts at Daco Systems. At Daco Systems, we do things the old-fashioned way, believing in hard work, quality, and honest communication to ensure your satisfaction. Our service technicians are highly trained and certified, staying up to date with the latest industry standards. You can trust our expertise to keep you cool. Worried about costs? We've got you covered. Daco Systems offers free estimates, and if we do the repairs, there's no diagnostic fee. If you're in need of a new system, we understand the financial strain. That's why we provide financing options and a 100% performance guarantee. When you choose Daco Systems, exceptional service and professionalism are guaranteed from every member of our team. Stay cool this summer and enjoy peace of mind. Call Daco Systems today at 770-209-2261 or visit us at dacosystems.com. Daco Systems, your premier train comfort specialist. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. All of our feature interview pieces here on the Paulding County News Podcast are presented by Credit Union of Georgia. 
Let's meet some of the interesting people in our neighborhood. All righty, I'm with uh, Dr. Lindsay Schreifer from the Center of Psychological Performance. And I've got a bunch of questions for you because we have an event that we're going to be talking about, a lunch and learn happening on September 13th. But I want to know more about you because this is a really interesting topic and career path that you have. So how did you go about getting into your current occupation? Yes. So I'm a sports psychologist. I'm, I'm a licensed psychologist. And I initially was an athlete. I played softball all the way through college and I wanted to be a dolphin trainer, which clearly worked out for me. <laughs> and so in my pursuit of that, I decided I could either go down the marine biology route or psychology route. And I went psychology because I'm not a huge fan of microscopes. And so I figured, you know, if the dolphin trainer thing doesn't work out, psychology would be a better fit. And the more that I got into the world of psychology and being an athlete, the more the two merged again and again and again with just teammates and different experiences. And why is it that one athlete is successful on this team, but not on that team? Are their skills really just disappearing or is there something else going on? And so it was something that was just kind of born out of continuing to walk down a path doing things I enjoyed. And then now we're here. You know, you brought up something interesting. So I often think about this when professional athletes get traded during the season. Sometimes they do really well and sometimes they don't. Sometimes it's the best experience. And that's got to be a hard part of being a professional athlete is having to keep that mindset of like, okay, you know what? I could be traded and there's also a really good chance you will be traded. So how do you go about that and helping them and what's what's behind that? It can be really difficult, particularly when the business side of sport has to be so kind of front and center. And I think a lot of times the athletes who tend to do really well, who tend to have really long and outstanding successful careers are those who are able to know that that exists, knows that the outcome matters but is able to focus more on the small, consistent things that are much more in their control that they know if they show up again and again, that it's gonna keep putting them in the best position to have the successes that they want. And then kind of largely letting go of a lot of the other things. And that is much easier said than done mm -hmm. uh, as you kind of go through a lot of that. So of all the professional sports, I, I'm going to guess this one. I'll guess before uh, you answer, but out of all the professional sports, who has the hardest times psychologically? And I'm going to guess golfers on this one, but you can tell me later if I'm right or wrong because they're by themselves or even tennis players. Golf is a big one uh, and tennis is a big one, largely because of the individual component of it. Same with some of my endurance sports, cross country, triathlons, those kind of components that are just, it's a lot of training <laughs> that mm -hmm. you have to do and a lot of it is done solo. But the other big difference is if you have a lot of time to think within your sport, whether that's like golf, you swing once and then you do a lot of waiting. And when you're waiting, you do a lot of thinking. And so it's easier, I think, in sports that do require, you know, in basketball, if you miss a shot, you can't just stop and think about it. You have to continue playing the game. So there are some sports that are a little bit more set up to be slow in that way. Um, some of the other sports that are a little more unique are those that 
it's an all or nothing sport. So things like um, gymnastics or I had a wake surfer previously where it's kind of like it, you either have it that time or you don't and then you kind of have to wait until the next year to have another shot at it. So there's some of those too where there's just a longer time between performances. So being a successful athlete, do you have to be kind of narcissistic almost or just overly confident? You know, there's a wide variety. I think this is one thing that we try to identify so that we can come up with like the perfect athlete and oh, if you can just hit this, this and this, then it fits. I find that the most successful athletes are the ones that it transfers from life to sport. So they're not somebody different as an athlete. They might lean into more of their characteristics as an athlete than when they're not on the field or on the court, but that largely it is authentic in who they are and that they're not trying to be something different. I think that's when it makes it a lot more challenging. You know, a number of years ago, I used to work with the Atlanta Thrashers and I spent a season, a friend of mine was the equipment manager and I spent a season there working in the, the locker room and the guys that were the ones that were always, they were there to fight were always the nicest guys. And I saw that from all the visiting teams too. So that's a classic example of they're one person in one life, but then when they get on the ice, they change their mindset and they're, they're somebody else. Mm -hmm. Hockey is a very interesting sport because there's very specific roles. I think there's less of an enforcer role now than yes. in years, but there are some of that where like this is just kind of, you know, I've talked with some hockey players that they were just the biggest. So it was easy for them to do that versus some of the smaller guys who had to develop other skills and said like, eh, I kind of just got stuck in this and I can do it well, so I do it, but I don't need to fight everybody. <laughs> it's more about protecting even more so than fighting. So yes, I always find it very interesting to get to know what I call the whole athlete, not just who they are out on the field or the court or the ice, but kind of all components of who they are. You know, I kind of want to ask you about who you represent and tell me all the secrets, but uh, of course, you know, you're under that Hippocratic Oath, so I won't pry any farther, but I want to get to this event you're, you have coming up. And for some reason, I've never thought about something like this before, which I find really interesting. You're having a, a lunch and learn on Wednesday, September 13th, and we'll give you more details in a second, but this is a lunch and learn with mothers of professional athletes. And me. <laughs> I am not the mother of a professional athlete. As yeah. Well, you're, you're, <laughs> let me but, rephrase that. You're, you're leading, you're a speaker in this, but yes. I never thought the psychology. So what is it with mothers of these athletes that maybe we don't know anything about? Well, I think it's really important to understand one, that these professional athletes were once kids at you know some point or another and brothers i obviously have a brother who plays professionally as well and so kind of getting a look into what was involved in kind of making them who they are and helping them to achieve the dreams that they have because i know that a lot of parents out there are you know i work with a lot of high school athletes as well and there are parents that are really wanting to know how do they help their athletes be the best that they can be and Obviously, in my line of work, the majority of that is not about being the strongest or the fastest. It's how do we deal with anxiety? How do we deal with failure? How do we not get so caught up in having to be perfect? You know, how do we manage pressure situations and, and really kind of get into becoming a clutch player? And so I think moms are, are one of those that are very often 
highly involved in all aspects of making kids become the adults that they are. And so I think it'll be, uh, I'm really excited about this, about getting kind of that glimpse into the things that parents, you know, after the fact, see and can connect the dots to say, these are things that I believe helped them get to where they are. It's not just what coach they had or how many training hours they put in, but it was, you know, that there were expectations that they had to perform in school or, you know, your room had to get cleaned or other aspects that kind of they see now that really separated them from from others. So what else is going on in the Lunch and Learn besides you'll be talking about and talking with these mothers? What else can we expect by going there? It's really set up to be more of a you know what I call like a fireside chat. Like, have you ever wanted to go in and sit in the living room with these family members of professional athletes to get that inside glimpse? And so it's really set up to be a great way of being able to ask questions and get to know these athletes outside of just what you see on Sunday or what you see on ESPN and understanding the other aspects and how can that excellence that I think is really part of all of these families, uh, how you can kind of bring that into your family, regardless of where your child goes on to or how else they, you know, what excellence pattern that they fall into. That's uh, really interesting. So what are some other events that are happening with this? Are you just going to be basically talking? Are there, you know, obviously Q&A and and more than that? Ira Blumenthal is going to be kind of moderating a lot of it. Uh, And so we'll have kind of some back and forth, some discussion. I think he's got a bunch of great questions, uh, has talked with all of us as far as really bringing everyone together. Um, Obviously, there will be a lunch component. So being able to actually have that sit down talk and kind of connect with with these people and, and be able to ask some of the questions that you know are beyond hey can I have an autograph or, or something like that but being able to ask how do you deal with this how did you manage that my child is dealing with this how did you deal with that for your kid I think that really being able to have that is really helpful and then you know to top it off you get to help out with proceeds, you know, with with a local organization in Ackworth that's really helping to provide opportunities for kids that wouldn't otherwise have access and opportunities like that. Okay, so I was talking earlier about it's happening Wednesday, September 13th at the Ackworth Community Center. You can get tickets and find out more information at ackworthparksandrecreation.org. And my final question to you is, do you, do you still want to be a dolphin trainer? You know, um, maybe in another life. I'm really, I'm really happy with the life that I have now. And you know what? I don't smell like a fish every day. So I think that's <laughs> a real big bonus. Well, it sounds like you have a really exciting job. And I could talk to you for on and on and on about this. And But it's uh, great having you on. And thank you, Dr. Lindsay Schreifer from the Center for Psychological Performance. Look forward to and best of luck with, with the seminar, too. Thank you so much. We're really looking forward to it, and I appreciate you taking the time to chat. I love technology as much as anybody, but when banks replace people with machines, I had to draw a line. I've been with the same bank for 20 plus years, and as cool as technology is, I believe the relationship you have with your bank is an important one. My wife used to bake cookies for the people who worked at our bank, and they were our friends. But in the last couple of years, they were all replaced by video tellers. Recently, I sold a vehicle and was paid in 
in cash. I went to deposit it and was told my now former bank no longer accepts cash. Okay. That was it for me. I joined Credit Union of Georgia, a homegrown, not-for-profit cooperative that still offers personalized customer service, a network of more than 30,000 ATMs, and convenient locations. Innovation is great, but trust and relationships still matter, particularly where it comes to your finances. Make the switch today. Get more info at cuofga.org. Credit Union of Georgia, the better way to bank. Whether you're new to church, have been a Christian for many years, or looking for a fresh start, you're welcome at New Season Church. New Season is a place where people can believe in God, belong to a family of believers, and become fully devoted followers. We exist so that people far from God may experience life in Christ and become fully engaged followers. Join us for one of our two Sunday services, 9 or 11 a.m. Hi, this is Pastor Steve Flockart. Whether you're new to the Paulding community or have been here since the day you were born, New Season Church is a place where all are welcome. From our exciting children and student ministries to our engaging Bible studies and small groups and events, I promise New Season Church has a place for you. New Season Church, just off Highway 278 at 4457 Atlanta Highway in Hiram. We exist so that people far from God may experience life in Christ and become fully engaged followers. New Season looks forward to seeing your entire family this Sunday and feel free to check us out online at newseason.cc. We believe what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. We look forward to seeing you Sunday at 9 or 11 a.m. at New Season Church in Hiram. We're back with more of your Paulding County News podcast. After a car accident in Statesboro, a community has rallied together to raise over $20,000 to support the family of Shatasha Fields, a mother who tragically lost her life along with her two young sons, five-year-old Knowledge Bailey and four-year-old Kingston Bailey, after the crash. The accident occurred on August 22nd when their Nissan Versa failed to yield at an intersection and was struck by an SUV. Shatasha Fields, 36, died on impact, while her sons succumbed to their injuries on August 24th. The brothers were organ donors. Fields, an employee at Georgia Southern University, was known for her love of reading to her children. This from WSB-TV. 17 scouts from Troop 735 joined Sam Gulledge to assemble nine Chad's Bracket wagons, helping him work toward his Eagle Scout badge. Sam has allocated seven wagons to homebound children reliant on life support equipment. Two wagons have already been dedicated to individuals in Tennessee and North Carolina. The eighth wagon is intended for a Kentucky hospital and the ninth for the Children's Hospital in Oklahoma City. This initiative was supported by families and donors, enabling Sam to achieve his goal. This from the Dallas New Era. Dignity Nursing School is a charitable organization dedicated to providing qualified medical personnel resources to the healthcare industry. Their programs offer education to individuals to equip them with the necessary knowledge, skills, and attitudes for success in the healthcare industry. Graduates are proficient in communication, math, interpersonal relations, anatomy, drug administration, disease processes, patient care, and more. The school prepares graduates for licensure as per the Georgia Board of Examiners of Licensed Practical Nursing and regulatory organization certifications. This from the Dallas New Era. Got an electrical project? Powers Electrical Solutions offers a wide range of electrical services, commercial or residential, all over Cobb, Cherokee, Paulding Counties, and beyond. 
Whether it's lighting, electrical upgrades, installations, or repairs, they're the pros to call. Every new service call includes a free safety checkup. Powers Electrical Solutions are the experts for generators, home automation, and outdoor lighting services, too. Call 404-645-6843 now to speak with a licensed electrician and ensure your electrical needs are taken care of efficiently and safely. There's a reason they've won four straight Best of Cobb Awards. Call today at 404-645-6843. Powers Electrical Solutions, powering your priorities. Thanks for listening to today's Paulding County News Podcast. Follow and subscribe to hear the latest news from the Paulding County News Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. For you, about you, and from you. Get involved in the conversation at 404-997-8655 or info at bgadgroup.com. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google home briefing and be sure to like, follow, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. All rights reserved.